Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am just tickled pink to be here. I don't think I've ever used that expression here before, but today there's a first time for everything because today is the first of January. Yes, that's the time I'm recording. 2017. If you're like me, you're going to be writing 2016 for the next few months on checks or whatever it is you have to write the date on. Um, But it is 2017. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first podcast of the new year. Let me very quickly, as quickly as I can, tell you about a few events that are coming up that I'm going to be a part of. Uh, One has to do with this podcast. On January 9th, I get to go down to a place called The Hive in Cincinnati, Ohio. It is a center for contemplation, for art, and for action. And Troy Bronsink is going to be my guest as he's going to share some of the great things that The Hive is doing in Cincinnati. It is a very unique community for contemplation, for art, and for action, and I'm really excited to be able to share more with you about that. Troy just seems like a really amazing person with an amazing vision for ministry, and I'm excited that we get to feature what he's doing on this show. So thank you for listening to Voices in My Head, and I encourage you to keep listening because there's going to be some great episodes in the days ahead. On January 15th, I want to invite all of you who are able, that is a Sunday morning, if you are in the Dayton, Ohio area, or if you even want to drive up to the Dayton, Ohio area, maybe the night before. We'll try to do our best to find a place for you to stay, or there's lots of good hotel options around. I'm going to be filming my third music video from the the album Hymns, Prayers, and Invitations. We're going to be doing the song The Invitation which is the last track on the album. Uh, Many of you have said that that song has meant a lot to you. Many of you have told me that you've been using it in your congregations during communion time, and I'm so grateful for that. I would love to have you come and be in this music video if you're able to. We want as diverse of an audience as we possibly can. I, I say audience, I mean a diverse as possible a congregation because we are going to be recording this first at 8 o'clock. There is a community breakfast that this church, First Lutheran in Dayton, Ohio, opens their doors to the community every week. We're going to be filming as a part of that breakfast. We're going to be getting people there. And then as a way to compare with the Lord's Supper, something this church does very well every week that we are going to be filming at, the church is allowing us to film uh, their worship service, and especially the part where they are serving and, and giving the Eucharist. Uh, to the community as they come together as a part of the worship service. So we are going to be taking footage from this breakfast and from the Eucharist time and the time of worship um, and interspersing it with a music video section that I'll be recording a few days later uh, by myself in that same location. And we're going to be making what I think is going to be hopefully a very worshipful useful video maybe for congregations to use maybe even just for yourself we are hoping and praying for great things for it to be used for the kingdom of god Um, we still haven't paid for the last video yet but 
the last video got so many views. Um, I mean, it, it's been such a, a great extension of this ministry in many ways that it's been worth it to go in debt. So we're going to go even deeper in debt. So if you would like to, first of all, be a part of the music video, January 15th in Dayton, Ohio at First Lutheran Church, go to rickleyjames.com for more details. Just look up the calendar section. Uh, you'll be able to see more about that. There's even an event on Facebook. You can look it up if you go to Rick Lee James on Facebook or the Rickley James artist page and you can actually sign up get all the details there and find out more about how you can be in this music video but also you can go to gofundme.com slash James I'm just going to keep the same page up that we had for uh, the Advent Hymn music video if you're able to donate towards this new music video just donate there because we haven't paid off the old one yet um, so you know we'll just see how God provides in that but also coming up, Worship 424 in Cedarville, Ohio. I'm going to be speaking there. In February, I'll be speaking at Nampa, Idaho at the Wesley Conference. Uh, I'll be speaking in Kentucky in February 24th, 25th. I'll be in Harrison, Ohio, February 26th. I'll be in Perry, Michigan, March 18th and 19th. Um, I'll be doing a, uh, or sorry, March 18th, Perry, Michigan, the next day in Louisville, Kentucky. It's quite a drive in between. And then I'll be a part of a live recording with Aaron Clark on March 31st. There's just lots of stuff coming up. So please uh, go to rickleyjames.com and find out more about what's coming up. We would love to include you in many as many ways as we can. And hopefully there'll be lots of great podcasts uh, in between there in the time of those dates that I mentioned. All right, well, let's get into today's podcast. It's the first of the year. This year, we have a new president that's going to be coming to office. Many people are super thrilled about that. Many people are super terrified about that. And I was trying to think and pray about what is the best way to approach this on the podcast. Most of you know, I'm sure if you listen to me, I'm not a fan of Trump. I'm trying to figure out how to make the best of it. But to be honest, I'm not a fan of Hillary either. I'm really not. I mean, I didn't feel like I had like any person in this race like most of us do. But on the same uh, time, I'm a Christian. And if you're a Christian, then you hopefully understand that we are a part of a different kingdom. We're a part of a different polity. Um, our master is Jesus Christ. We serve the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the one triune God. He is our Lord. He is our master. He is our president. He is our king. And we are citizens of the kingdom of God. And it just so happens that the kingdom of God has colonies on earth. The church is the colony of the kingdom of God here on earth. So what I've been thinking and praying about is what does it mean for us to be a colony of heaven, a colony of the kingdom of God here on earth? We still live on the planet Earth. Uh, we still live in this country called America, even though on God's map there are not dividing lines. I really don't think that God is pro um, like the lines on the map, so to speak. I think those are human divisions that we create to divide ourselves from each other and to protect our stuff. Whereas I think God is constantly about tearing the walls down. And so today I wanted to share with you something that I have shared on my website at rickleyjames.com. You can go to the blog section and you'll be able to find it. The title of it uh, is Appeal to Christians Regarding President-Elect Donald Trump. This is not something I've written, but it's something I have added my name to and I wanted to share it with you. Maybe you're like me and you're asking, what is the best way for Christians to approach 
something like this. Something that so many people seem so conflicted over, and I get that we have that every year. But this year, to me, feels a little different. Um, Now, maybe it's not, I don't know, but it just feels different to me. It feels like the risks are higher in some way. So this is not something that I'm just uh, sharing lightly. I'm actually a little nervous to share this because things like this always tend to get us in hot water. But I'm adding my name to this, um, first of all, with my friend Walter Brueggemann, who has also added his name to this, uh, saying that he will be committed to this. And people like Shane Claiborne and Dr. Stanley Hauerwas and Dr. um, uh, William Willimon, Dr. Randall Balmer, lots of different people on this list. You can go there and and find there's there's just many, many names of, of ministers, prominent people who uh, are pastors and leaders and professors, theologians, people who I highly regard, Miroslav, Volf, people like that. Uh, and I have added my name to it, and I've posted it on my website, and I wanted to share it on the podcast. This is not a partisan thing, okay? Uh, I've already told you I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not a Hillary fan. I'm a fan of humanity, and uh, I want the kingdom of God to come in its fullness. I want to see the dividing lines be broken down. So I'm sharing this not as a partisan thing, okay? I think I would share this in some form, no matter who became president. I think I hopefully will see something like this year after year. To give perspective as to what the church's call is in the midst of the politics of the nation, um, and and especially right now what it means to live up to our prophetic call to be the colony of heaven here on a place called America on the planet Earth right now. What does it mean to live out the kingdom of God um, in a nation where President-elect Trump is with us. Um, And in just a few days, he's not going to be president-elect anymore. He's going to be our president. So this is how um, I think we should approach it as Christians. And so I've added my name to this appeal. Uh, You can add your name to the appeal as well if you would like. And you can either go to my website at rickleyjames.com or you can just type in appealtochristians.com. I believe that. Let me double check. Uh, Yeah, appealtochristians.com. And this is uh, the blog post that uh, that I took from them at appealtochristians.com that I have lended my name to and am sticking my neck out uh, with. So uh, if, if you would like to join us, please feel free to do this. There are five calls of action that as I read this, I hope that you as a Christian uh, will join us in these five calls to action again. It's not a partisan thing. Uh, It's not Republican, not Democrat. I refuse to associate myself with those parties. Um, I have friends in those parties, and that's great, but I'm not one of them. Um, I'm not a Democrat, and I'm not a Republican. I'm a Christian, and that is what informs uh, my life and my polity. So here's how uh, this reads, and I'm going to read it to you. Appeal to Christians regarding President-elect Donald Trump. In these times of difficult conversations and sometimes fractious words, we celebrate the political diversity of our churches. We are thankful that the U.S. church is not beholden to any political party. Since November's presidential election, some in the American church have rejoiced that their candidate won or that the other candidate lost. Some are cautiously at ease with the results, and still others remain in a state of shock and anger at the election results. Whatever the varied reactions, we believe our time calls for a prophetic word. As Jeremiah wrote, we should, say not, we should not say peace, peace, where there is no peace. We mourn the absence of biblical shalom in the U.S. today. 
Everything is not at peace. Our God is a God of truth who brings thoughts, words, and deeds out of shadows. By the light of Christ, we see what needs to be transformed. In that light, we are troubled by the new access to power of a man who has signaled that he may not stand up for the dignity and welfare of all people. President-elect Donald Trump has bragged about sexual assault and berated his female accusers. He has repeatedly disparaged African Americans, Latinos, and other communities. He has denied what is true and promoted what is not. He has threatened political opponents, called for torture of U.S. enemies, and has failed to quickly and unequivocally denounce and distance himself from race-based crimes committed in his name. We recognize that many voted for President-elect in Trump in spite of not because of these patterns. But now is the time for the body of Christ to stand together against the devaluing of women and their bodies, xenophobia, inflammatory racialized rhetoric, and other harmful speech and behavior. Some perceived greater political good cannot offset the president-elect's words and actions. We cannot just make the best of our current moment without calling him to accountability. Calls for national healing ring hollow when they fail to acknowledge the division, fear, and hostility that the president-elect has done much to enable and incite. Rather, we stand united to promote the dignity of all people. To that end, five things. This is the appeal. Number one, we will pray for President-elect Trump, elected officials, our nation, our churches, and each other. Prayer is the first and foremost thing. The second thing, rooted in the teachings of Jesus and the prophets, we will tell the truth about the world around us, and we will speak up for those who have been marginalized and taken advantage of. Number three, we will actively resist the temptation to overlook or normalize values, speech, and behavior that are in conflict with what Scripture calls us to do. Number four, in the name of Jesus, we call President-elect Trump to repentance for dishonoring the image of God in others. Number five, we will fix our eyes on Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit redouble our efforts to honor the image of God in all people and to love all our neighbors as ourselves. We implore all Christians to take on these same commitments and to model the repentance to which we call President-elect Trump. Our calling comes from the God who raised Jesus from the dead. The same power on display in the resurrection enables us to promote the well-being of others and to seek God's justice for all people. We commit ourselves and call on fellow Christians to walk more worthily of such a calling in these challenging days. Stand with us and add your voice to the appeal here. And I would encourage you, if you would like to add your voice to this, you can go to appealtochristians.com. Add your name, add your voice, that's fine. But more than just adding your name, maybe you don't want to sign a letter. Honestly, the signature doesn't mean that much, but the actions do. This means a lot that we would actually commit ourselves to these five things. First and foremost, prayer. Pray for the president. Pray for the leaders. Pray for our elected officials. Pray for our churches. Pray for each other. To me, that's the, the first, the foremost, the most important thing on this list. And that's one of the main reasons why I can get behind this. Um, 
And, and in praying for these people, including Donald Trump, we believe that Donald Trump can be converted. We believe he can be changed. We believe that he can be brought to true repentance, just like we believe that for everyone. As Christians, we believe people can change. We truly do. We pray that for him. Let us pray that for him. Um, I, I feel like there is uh, a, a deep need in our president-elect. I don't know him. We only know what we see from, from the media, from Twitter, from what he says. But I feel like there's a deep need in him to be loved, as there is in all of us. And I don't, I don't feel like he feels loved. I feel like that's why he's constantly tweeting about how much people love him. Maybe because he doesn't feel it. And, and maybe he needs to have a breakthrough in his life for the first time, a true experience with the living God something that can change him and change his outlook and view on the world. I don't mean just a simple prayer. I mean a true call to repentance. We would pray that for any of our leaders. And the thing is, just because we can't reach out to him, just because we can't talk to him, that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit isn't actively working and moving in his life and in the lives of those around him. So we pray that. But those five things, that's our call, to pray for the president um, that we will uh, speak up for those who have been marginalized, that we'll tell the truth about the world, um, and we will resist uh, the temptation to normalize things um, that are in conflict with what Scripture calls us to do. Uh, we call them to repentance, and we will fix our eyes on Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit to redouble our efforts. Now, the thing is, and I, and I want to add this, how important this is, we can't call others to repentance if we aren't willing to repent ourselves. We can't say that we are not culpable in the same things that we are calling others to repent for. Um, mea culpa is something that we should really become familiar with. Maybe we should learn Latin, but it means I'm culpable. I'm guilty. We don't call other people to repentance without acknowledging first that we too are sinners, that we are people who need God. We don't do it without coming first ourselves and saying, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Merciful Father, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. For this we are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus, have mercy on us and forgive us that we might walk in your will and delight in your way. That is our calling. That is what we are aiming for with this. And so we pray it for ourselves as we pray it for others. And it's very important to me that we hear things in this light. When we call others to repentance, we must realize that our call is the exact same thing. We are all called to repentance. It is to this kingdom that we are calling people to. Um, we don't hate Donald Trump. We don't in any way want to uh, say that that's okay. Um, we are not okay with people that would uh, would demonize the man and make him something worse than what he is. Um, he is a human being, and like all human beings, he is flawed. And so we call him to the same repentance that we ourselves are called to. It's the same repentance that, honestly, you know what? We should have been praying this way, and we probably were, many of us, um, for Barack Obama. It's the same thing we prayed for President Bush. It's the same thing we prayed um, for all our leaders. You know, it's something that as Christians, it's our call to do. Always. And so we pray it again now uh, in this year, in this election, believing that God is still on the throne, that God is still in control, that God is still our leader, our commander in chief, our president, our Caesar. He is Lord. 
Jesus is Lord. That is our confession. That is our creed. So I'd love to hear back from you. Uh, At least I think I'd love to hear back from you. We'll see. But as always, you can reach me through rickleyjames.com. You can find ways to connect with me on Twitter at rickleyjames. You can go to my artist page and the rickleyjames artist page on Facebook. Um, There are many ways to reach out. I'd love to have your feedback. Um, Maybe we can have some conversations online that will lead into conversations here on the Voices in My Head podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of this. And I hope that God gives you a blessed new year. that he will continue to bless your paths and keep you. And thank you so much. I, I, I can't say thank you enough for the way that you all have um, been so kind and and shared my music videos and shared my music and bought my music and given it as gifts and used it in your church over this past year. Um, praise the Lord. It has meant so much to me that you have allowed uh, my music and my ministry to be a part of those things. We will continue to serve Jesus. We will continue to be his people and to follow him with all our hearts and to walk down the path of peace that leads us to Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames. Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on Amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website. And if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.